0: Hello, SFFL listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future, our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington. I'm recording on March 26th. And today I'm talking about series spinoffs. And what I mean by series spinoffs is series that have spun off another series although there are different ways to do this and the examples I'm going to use are different approaches but I think it's a really interesting thing that happens not all that often honestly in sci-fi fantasy and so I'm always curious when I see it to think about you know Do you need to read the original series before you read a spinoff? How appealing is the spinoff to the fans of the original series? I just feel like there are so many questions around it that are interesting to think about and play with. And so, yeah, so we're going to talk about that today. But before we get into that, let us do our sponsor, which is our very own Book Riot Newsletters. Did you know that we have over 25 newsletters covering every genre, as well as book news and deals? Sign up for book deals to get notified about the best book sales of the day, handpicked by our editorial staff. There's Today in Books, our daily newsletter, summing up the most interesting headlines from the book world every day. And don't miss our newest newsletter, our. Queerest Shelves, which will deliver LGBTQ plus news and recommendations straight to your inbox starting in June. We've also got newsletters for horror fans, romance readers, YA lovers, mystery thriller aficionados, and more. Just go to bookriot.com slash newsletters to sign up for the newsletters that are most interesting to you. That's bookriot.com slash newsletters. And if you're not already subscribed, do not sleep on the Swords and Spaceships newsletter, which covers sci-fi fantasy. Alex does an amazing job. All right, so let's talk about some series spinoffs. I don't know why I had to sing that, but I did. I'm cheating a little bit here because one of my series spinoffs is extremely recent. It's not exactly backlist, but whatever. I'm making the rules today. So the first book I want to talk about, which is my fantasy pick, is Blood Air by Ilona Andrews. This is Aurelia Ryder number one, series-wise, which follows Kate Daniels number 10, and I have talked about the Kate Daniels series on this podcast and others before, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think folks who are longtime listeners will know already, but just to recap for those of you who are newer, it is an urban fantasy series that takes place in a world where magic has returned, but it comes and goes in waves. So sometimes the magic's up and spells work and your car does not work. And then sometimes the magic's down and your car works, but your magic does And you don't really 100% know what's going to happen at any given moment. And there are, you know... All kinds of spellcasters and different groups of people using magic for very different ends. There's shapeshifters and changelings and all kinds of dramatic uh, mythological and also new beasties. And the main character of the original series, Kate Daniels, is a sword-wielding, sort of mercenary, very gruff heroine who I just adore. I love the Kate Daniels series so much. And um, and so and so that series is complete. It is a hundred percent complete. It is ten books plus a bunch of novellas and in betweeny stories, and it's a really satisfying and interesting play both in terms of the type of world that Ilana Andrews has created there. It's super fascinating to play with that idea of like what happens if sometimes magic works and sometimes it doesn't. And then also uh, the character arc is just amazing. I mean, it's one of the most, honestly, it's one of the most satisfying character arcs for for my money over the course of ten books, the where Kate starts and where she ends. It's amazing. So I'm a huge fan. But also I've I have heard multiple times from people who are like, Uh, I don't want to read ten books. Like, can I just pick up this one or that one? And as far as Kate goes, I think you can skip book number one. Although you should probably read it anyway. But really, I would not skip a single of the of the other ones because the characters and the character arc, like I said, build really well from one book to the next. And you learn so much about the world and the big bad as well as the villain of the week in each installment. So I do, especially because it's done, I do recommend reading that series from start to finish. But, and this is kind of an interesting story, during the pandemic, Ilona Andrews was asked by a reader fan to just, like, please, for the sake of us all, you know, we need something good. Please go back to the world of Kate Daniels and tell us something that happens next. And so they did because, I mean, that's just amazing, but they did. They wrote Blood Air as a series of installments on their blog, and now it's published and you can buy the book, which, of course, I did. And I love it. It takes place like, I want to say eight years, six years, something like that, after the end of, oh yeah, eight years, after the end of the previous book. And one of the supporting characters, who is pretty central um, from that original series, Julie, is now the protagonist of this new Aurelia Ryder series. And I, when I went into reading this, I was so curious. I was like, how are they, how am I going to feel about this? You know, like, is it going to be different enough to justify? How am I going to feel about these characters and where they've been for the last eight years and what they're up to now? And I was so amazed. I loved it so much, way more than I was expecting to. And then I was thinking, like, okay, if you've never read Kay Daniels, can you read Aurelia Ryder? And like, will you get it? Will you get what's going on? And I do think that this is a yes. I think that... The the background is pretty well explained. There are, you know, a lot of like references to things, very short references to things that happened in the previous books. They're not super gone into because you just can't like you can't spend all of your your new book looking backwards. Right. That's not good writing. And so some of it might be a little confusing. You'll be like, what? Who? And I think also some of the character interactions will not make as much, will not have as much weight to them. They'll make sense, but they might not have the same emotional weight because you haven't spent, you know, 10 books getting to know these people. So you don't have the same attachments to them that I have. But I think the story is interesting. I think the world is well explained. And I think the characters, their new relationships are played out over the course of the book in a way that is compelling. So this is one scenario where I feel like, yes, you can absolutely jump in on this. And my hope is, and I think this is probably what every author hopes, is that this will interest you in going back and then reading the books that led us up to this point. Uh, So hopefully it's a way in to the series, that is appealing to new readers and as a longtime fan like I said I found it extremely satisfying I'm sure there are folks out there who wanted something different from it but I really enjoyed it so that's Blood Air by Alona Andrews again the first book in the new Aurelia Rider series hopefully we'll get more in the coming years and I still can't get over the fact that they wrote that during the pandemic it's just bonkers uh thank you to that fan who asked for it so my next pick, which is more on the sci-fi side, is Silver Silence by Nalini Singh, which is part of, well, it's the first book in the Changeling* Trinity series and follows Changeling* book 15. Yes, that's right. One five. <laughs> and that's not even counting novellas. Like that series is long. And again, this is, well, I guess this is like more on the paranormal sci-fi, whereas Blood Air is more on the paranormal fantasy side of things. So this was a world that does have shapeshifters. It also has like telepathic slash other mental powers folks called the Psy, and changelings are the shapeshifters. And then there are sort of your run of the mill humans who don't have you know they can't turn into anything else. They don't have superpowers in any way. They're just trying to get by. Um, and this these distinctions are like species level, so there's science around it. A lot of tech in these books, actually. It's kind of interesting. And the tension in these books comes from the fact that the changelings are like very, you know, they're they're literally connected to the earth in a lot of ways. They live in extremely um, cool environmentally sound uh, developments and then the psi are very like sort of disconnected from earthly matters. They're very intellectualized. They don't have emotions at the start of this. They've all embraced this thing called the silence where they just, they reflect They condition themselves not to feel emotions uh, because they think that makes them like more efficient, better humans and also theoretically is supposed to protect from, you know, bad emotions, from them using their their uh, very powerful uh, abilities in some cases for badness, which, of course, turns out not to be true. Inevitably not true. And so, uh, and then the the regular humans are just sort of trying to protect themselves from everyone. And uh, the this is a romance series. So each book is a different pairing and they are all sort of, you know, between unlikely pairs. So, you know, you have Psy who like, theoretically don't feel, but what happens when you start to catch feelings when you're not supposed to, like you've been conditioned not to? Um, and how do you as like a shapeshifter ever trust somebody who's a mind reader you know there's all of these interesting and very compelling questions they also always have a mystery at the heart Um, it's like murdery you know kind of stuff and then very complicated political machinations there's really interesting power structure stuff in here uh so I I love them for a lot of reasons, not least because every single new character who comes on, because these jump from character to character, they don't stay with the same character each book. The characters you already met are in the background, um, and every now and then they get like a POV chapter, but mostly you're focusing on new folks each book. It's really interesting to have a book, like a series spin off. After a book 15, because how do you catch up a reader on 15 books worth of stuff? Like, I guess you could say it for 10 books of stuff. Um, but a lot has happened in the Changeling series by the time we get to Trinity number one, which again is Silver Silence. And so I do, though, again, I think this is actually fine in that in this case, I don't think it matters that much. That you're playing catch up. And let me tell you why. I love this series for the world building, although I do have some quibbles that I will address in a moment. And and it's a really fun world to play around in. But what I really love are these two unlikely people. You know, how are they going to get together? Like that's always, you know, the heart of a romance, right? Is how are they going to make it work? despite all of the distances and obstacles between them and there are so many distances and obstacles in these cases that are baked into the world itself it's not just like you know sometimes there's personal baggage and trauma there's certainly a bunch of that but also there are like real world issues around these pairings and so how you know these characters are going to navigate that and come together is super interesting to me and I always enjoy Singh's characterizations like I think she's good at writing compelling characters i do think you know like in any series with this many books um especially romance series is sometimes it can get a little repetitive there are definitely books that are not my favorite among the original 15 and i have read all of them uh and i think you can jump around from one book to the next too i mean the the overall all plot does go in a linear linear direction but if you're not super hung up on you know, reading it in order, you can jump around. And I guess... For me, that's really what this boils down to is how much of a completist are you? And I personally am not a huge completist. I'm super willing to jump into a series sort of anywhere because I tend to believe that if an author has done their job, I will get at least the basic information I need to understand what's going on. And maybe I'll miss some of the nuances and some of the, you know, the character development, but I'll be able to follow and enjoy the story. And I think in these cases, these authors have done that. They're going to give you the basics. Whether you want to pursue getting the rest of it is up to you. My quibble with the Psy Changeling books is that they are extremely heterosexual. It took just forever for queer characters even to be, you know, supporting characters on the page. And that's something that I hope that Singh continues to uh, rectify going forward. Because it's a real, I think, glaring issue in the series that is otherwise so diverse in so many ways, so inclusive. Uh, It's international. It's it's just, it really is well done in a lot of other ways. But that's one of its big failings. Uh, But, you know, knowing that, you know, self-select, again, I do think it's a really interesting exercise in how do you maintain... The energy of a series over that much length of time and still keep adding new readers. And that's what all all of this comes down to, is it's an opportunity for people to find their way in, in a more obvious way than just having them be willing to pick up at the newest book, whatever number that is, and try to figure things out as they go. So, again, that has been Silver Silence by Nalini Singh. And I think it's a really interesting thing to think about as a reader How much do you need to know? Like, how committed are you to getting all of the details? How much can you just kind of be like, well, I'm here now. Like, I'm sure I'll figure some stuff out as I go. Or do you need, like, every single detail? It's an interesting thing to think about. I don't think there's a right or wrong way to be, as in all of reading. (laughs) Like, your preferences are your preferences, and that's cool. But it is interesting to think about from you know, a recommendation standpoint and from a writer's perspective. You know, how do they how do they invite you in? Do they do a good job of inviting you in when you're new here? <laughs> so that has been some musings about series spinoffs. I hope you have enjoyed it. Uh, always loving to hear responses to these. So drop us an email, sffyat at bookriot.com if you want to weigh in on that uh thanks go out to our sound editor dr baker who fixes our flubs and makes us sound great thanks so much uh and thank you for listening as always so yeah shoot us an email at sff yeah at bookriot.com if you have theme ideas or feedback or whatever uh, speaking of feedback, if you are so inclined, please do review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps other folks to find the show. And then in between shows, you can find me on across social media. I am now on multiple platforms again, trying to make a go of it. So you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL. That's J-E-N-N-I-R-L. And on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we will talk to you next time.